Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Hey there, I'm happy to be recording this episode back home from my super hot home office. I think I was complaining about the cold last time. Now I'm complaining about the heat in case you hear the breeze blowing. It is because the only way I'm getting air into this room while you and I chat about something so critical in this episode. It's a hot topic. That was a cheesy pun, but forgive me. We're going to talk about something really important, revenues and customers. And it's something that no matter what your business is, I bet we all have this goal in common, more revenue, more customers. And if you are passionate about people and the product or service you offer, I bet you agree with me that the best way to get more revenue is because you deserve it because you're creating more value for your customer. It's the way you can feel good about it and that this customer is going to be so happy. They're going to repeat shop with you and they're going to tell everybody so that you get more new customers from referrals. So how do you go about doing this? I'm going to give you three simple questions to ask and answer. We'll walk through them together on how you become customer obsessed. And you might think to yourself, well, do I need to be customer obsessed? I love my customers. Does that count? Well, yeah, for sure it does. But it's actually natural and the tendency for most businesses to drift away from customer obsession. Why? Because in the daily grind of running a business with projects and priorities and deadlines, you can start to become marketing centric or product centric or what's on my to-do list centric and what do I want to do versus customer centric in business. So it's a good experience to just give yourself some strategic thought time to go back and answer these really basic questions and then evaluate your business and see where and how you might be doing better for your customers. Why is this so important to do right now? Well, customer expectations are higher than ever. And word of mouth travels fast. So if you are going to give a great customer experience, people really care and that's going to travel. And if you give a bad customer experience, that's going to travel too. So you and other businesses are focused on the constant nurturing and care and focus of having a customer experience strategy because it does make such an impact on customer loyalty, retention, and again, your revenue. So this is something that we know adds value. In fact, American Express did some research and they found that 60% of customers were willing to pay more for a better experience. So experience is a real differentiation. And I want to make that point to you now because you may be thinking, well, can I really influence my customer experience? What if you have a franchise and so you have a gym and it's a franchise, so somebody in the next town has the same brand of gym. Well, you may think, well, it's largely the same, but actually, if you think about the customer experience, it's not. It really differs based on, is parking easy? Is what's the location like? How well lit is it? Was I greeted by someone friendly at the front desk? Did I wait a long time? What did it smell like? Were the restrooms clean? And on and on. And in fact, let's take that one step further. The customer experience could be radically different at the same location, simply hour by hour, based on the instructor. Was the music great? Did I like their style? Were they in a good mood? So really, you know that it's nuance and details that impact 
customer experience. You may be repping a brand that other people rep too, but it's your personality, your flair, your added touch that actually shapes the true customer experience. And isn't that good news? Because the power's in your hands to solve a unique customer problem in a really delightful way that garners you the business that you deserve in the marketplace. So we know it's important. We know you can make an impact. How do you go about putting together something called something so grand like a customer experience strategy? First of all, let's just define your customer. All right. So when we do this, let's think about this in a customer-centric way. And when you think about your customer, you might say, if you have a business for wedding photography, you might say, my customer is for brides and grooms. That's pretty great. That's accurate. If you can get even more crisp and clear on that by saying, my service is for brides and grooms who want a natural photojournalistic style and who are willing to pay for great quality and fast and premium service who are in this region, right? That's only going to help you get more crisp and clear on mapping out your customer experience journey. The more you can think about differentiating yourself from others, the more you're going to be able to custom design the bullets and the benchmark of what you want to deliver to your customer. So, so get specific about that. When I think about my business, I'll use that as an example, uh, selling up family of brands, we actually have two different things we're serving. People who want to earn flexible income by sharing things they love with people they love and selling it on their own terms. And that really speaks to the business benefit for the business owner. But it does not at all speak to a customer value proposition. So for each brand, whether that's in fashion, accessories, or skincare and makeup, I want to be really specific and talk in customer-centric language. So when I'm defining my customer, I am then identifying a clear problem that the product or service is solving. And if it's helpful to you, think about how to do this in a way that is natural language that a customer would tell a friend. So that you know they're not going to talk about the uh, features of your business. They're going to talk about the benefits to your business. In my case, they won't say, oh, Stellan Dot is a fashion brand that's in a mid-market price point that has great design and a great quality and really affordable prices. What they're going to say is, I found a simple way to be stylish. I love these earrings. I wear them all the time. And my stylist was so helpful. She recommended this top for me. And now I have something for every day on the go and for this wedding event, (laughs) right? They speak in terms of their world, their benefit. So for you to go and define your customer, as well as identify the clear problem that your product or service is solving, I want you to start thinking about, are you saving people time? Are you saving them money? Are you offering a better value? Are you adding more confidence, more safety, more happiness? Then I want you to actually have some fun and write a Yelp review. Because when we do this, this is going to help you really identify what's the difference between me and someone else. And then what do I want to create in my customer experience journey, in my strategy that are going to be what differentiates me from other people? So let's imagine your dream review and think about what that would typically sound like online. It would say something like, I first discovered this business when blank. 
I was in the market for, this was my need. So I decided to, this is how I experienced the brand, walk into the store, go on the website, pick up the phone. I began to look around and I encountered a salesperson or a display. So really describe that experience and get really into the senses and the emotion and the feelings of your customer. So we talked about uh, soul cycle being just a level up experience. And it really is, right? Not all cycling studios are made the same. They might burn the same calories and you could say, I have a customer and we're providing cycling classes so that they can be in better health. But it's really different to have a customer describe, oh my gosh, when I walked in, it was so clean and well lit and it was really inspiring and it smelled so good and they had some gum and a hair clip and then it was just so motivating and I left feeling like this. And suddenly now you can understand why people are paying a price premium because of the experience. So think about your review and write it in those terms. What did it smell like, feel like, sound like? All of those different things that shape that customer experience. Then go into the recommendation. If we're going to say that you want that customer to repeat, write the sentence that says, I will for sure be back next time I blank, you know, have a special event or need a seasonal update or whatever the occasion is that prompts people to repeat purchase with you. And I would recommend this establishment or business or service to anybody who needs blank. Again, you're going to pick out those keywords that you think differentiate you from the marketplace. If you're a premium service offering and you're going to differentiate yourself from quick and convenient, you were friendly, knowledgeable, warm, helpful. These are the words you want to use, right? Walmart might use really different words to describe their business because they have a different value proposition. And you don't want to try to be all things to all people. Make sure that your review is unafraid to say what's unique and different about you. It may not be the lowest priced offering in town, but it may be the best quality. It may not be the quickest service in town, but it could have the one with the most attention to detail and the most custom options. So pick your points of difference, share it in this review. Now I want you to cut to the chase because in this experience, you probably wrote something kind of lengthy, like your dream fantasy customer review. And actually when you're creating a strategy, it's important to activate curiosity and actually get fantasy for a minute, okay? So you can envision ahead about who you want to be, even if it's not true today. That's okay. That's called ambition, not inadequacy. Then you just work on putting together a plan that closes some of that gap, maybe not all of it, maybe not all of it is cost-effective or practical or realistic, but you can still find nuggets of ideas and inspiration when you start to just really imagine what a glowing customer experience from you might be. Now let's look at this in a influencer review of your business and your service. What would they say about you? Because if you were a bride reviewing a wedding photographer, you would talk about your one experience. But if you were a wedding planner who had influence over others because you are part of their vendor selection and you can give a comparative point of view, you might use different words and cut to the chase. You might say something like, look, you're going to find a lot of people who have this portfolio online that you love. You're going to find a lot of people in this area and in this price range 
But here's the one reason why Jane is the best. She's so professional up front. She's always on time. She follows up. She's a joy to have around. She has this way about her that captures people's natural essence because she just puts them at ease. So think about it that way too, until you feel like you have a really clear picture of what your customer experience strategy is. And now what you want every review to say about you in bullets. Like if now people wrote a hundred reviews about you, and then there was a word cloud that just put large the words that people said the most, what would those words be? And is that a meaningful point of difference in your marketplace? Are you offering personal suggestions for products? Are you engaged with regular professional follow-up where you point out new arrivals or promotions? Are you someone who sets up a regular customer appreciation experience event, right? What is it that you do that your customers are going to say about you that helps you stand out from the rest? Now take a look at that list and just say, well, what am I doing today? And what am I not doing? And if I am not doing it, why am I not doing it? Is it time or money that's keeping me from do that, doing that? Are there things that I could deprioritize that might make me invest more in the customer that will help me grow my revenue? Whereas these other things, they may be important, but not as important. And I'd rather get to the customer stuff first. Oftentimes with customer service, we don't do it because we're a little bit afraid. Maybe we don't want to hear someone's feedback. So we don't ask for it (laughs) because the way you want to get customer obsessed is not only do you design this experience, but you don't have to go it alone. Ask your customers, okay, what three things did you love? What three things would you change? How do you feel about the assortment? What do you feel like is missing? Is there a way we could serve you better? Give me your best ideas. I really want your opinion. I really value your feedback. This is my heart. This is my passion. How can I do better? If you're authentic and honest and interactive and you invite the creative ideas of your customers, they're going to be the best advisors and best mentors for your business. So just Don't be left in the dark or go it alone. Flat out ask your customers through regular interaction. But if you're not interacting with them, if you're not doing personal service, ask yourself, did I just fail to plan for that? You know what they say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, meaning you can do it. You just got to set aside time to do it, make it a priority. Or are you avoiding customers because you really don't love getting on the phone with people, you're afraid you're bothering them and you know, that's just a voice in your head that has that natural fear that lets you do avoidance activities instead of, you know, the real thing that's going to deliver value. If that's the case, then fix it. If you're avoiding your customers, what you've got to do is say, hold on. Did I just say that part of my customer experience strategy is personal service? If I believe that's what's going to create differentiation in the market, then I better be personal with my customers, right? You can't just communicate generally on social media. You may have to communicate one-to-one. You may not be able to communicate once. You may have to communicate with follow-up. You may not have to just ask for a sale. You might need to sample, follow-up, and then sell, right? If it's part of your customer experience strategy and it makes sense for the product and the price point that you offer, and if it's based on how does the customer want to shop versus how you want to sell, 
then you are going to lead from a place of strength and you will grow your customers and you will grow your revenue. So my take action challenge to you is to just come up with that simple game plan, write that Yelp review. And I would be so curious if you wanted to share it as well as shared any aha insight on the little things that you could do to enhance your customer experience. It may be as simple as a weekly video with has value added content, personal thank you notes, whatever the case may be. Thank you so much for listening and also for sharing. If you dig this podcast, if you feel like it delivered value to you, then think of a friend that could also value share it and use the hashtag self-made podcast. Looking forward to next week in which we'll share some more business wisdom coming your way. Until then, remember my friend, you are self-made.